What's up, guys? This is Michael Smith, a.k.a. Flex Up Mike, a.k.a. The Black Card Clint, a.k.a. Global Mike. You're now listening to Flex Your Thoughts, where we focus on the four pillars of life, health, wealth, love, and happiness. Now, if you have been listening to the podcast, I want to thank you. We've been talking about the diet saga, the difference between keto uh, paleo and uh, the calorie deficit carb cycling. Now, paleo will be the topic for today. However, I wanted to talk briefly about something that's been kind of uh, worrying on me. Um, if some may or may not know, uh, there's a rapper entrepreneur by the name of Nipsey Hussle. He was gunned down on Sunday in front of his own store, his own clothing store, his own shopping center, in front of his kids. And it was due to the male ego, due to jealousy. And it was very sad because Nipsey was the same age as me, 33 years old. And... He was born four days before me. And it was very sad. You know, he was doing a lot for the community. Um, Very good uh, artist, well-respected, hard worker. All he wanted was to be great in his community, give back, and those that are African-American and those of uh, our African descent to live in their greatness. And it sucks that his life is just taken away from him. You know, the backstory is that he had a dear friend that was in prison for um, a substantial amount of time. He just got out, and he met him at the store. His store is called The Marathon. And there's one guy um, that came up to him. He was a uh, uh, known uh, snitch within the uh, Crip uh, 60s community. Uh, Nipsey did have a gang-related background, but he's completely turned that around. And respectfully, Nipsey told him to walk away. Now, due to the male ego being a very, very fragile thing, a very fragile thing, the guy left, came back, and then ended up shooting Nipsey along as the uh, uh, two other recipients. And his uh, Nipsey's daughter was there, and you know he he died. He died there. Um, he actually died in the hospital. Yeah, so. I think next week I want to talk about mental health and the male ego and to try to dive in that a little bit more. And it's very, you know, it's, it's very sad, you know. It, and when you reflect on life, it just shows that life is short and you, you never know when it's going to, you know, be taken away or, or uh, taken away by natural causes. So... 
Why are you here on this earth? Do what you can. Live your best life. Help those that need that can't help themselves. And just be a great human being and always show love. Always show compassion. You know? He didn't he didn't do nothing wrong. He didn't deserve to die. And by someone that he grew up with. If um you have been uh, a listener to hip hop or any type of music and stuff, you notice that those uh people when they go home, that's when they actually you know, get killed. They get killed by people that they they know. Uh so very unfortunate. You know, I wanna give my condolences to his family, uh Laura London, who is his wife and uh he has beautiful kids, beautiful kids. Uh, so it, it this one really hit me. It hit me uh, really hard today. Normally I do my podcast on Wednesdays, but you know, I just had to take a day of reflection and, you know, give the higher power um thanks for where I am in my life and where I'm going. And just ask to continue to cover me, cover my friends, cover my family. And just help me to be the best person I can be, you know. Um, I don't think I have any enemies or anything like that, but uh, I just ask to continue to protect me, uh, please protect my uh, friends and family, and uh, let us try to achieve what we can can achieve. I know um, Nipsey was very, very involved in the community, and I hope this can spark the uh, African-American and um, African descent uh, people in this nation to continue to give back and live their best lives and leave generational wealth for the years and years and years to come. So if you are not following me on any type of social media, please do, please do. You can follow me on Instagram. That's at FlexUpMike. As well as Twitter, Flex Up Mike. Please follow my partner, Don at Don underscore Flex. That's on Instagram. That's D O N underscore F L X X. You can follow our main site. That's Flex Up underscore Flex Up, both on Instagram and Twitter. And on Facebook is Flex Up LLC. We actually have some new products on the site now. So you can go to flexup.com. We have a couple more updates coming along, but right now we do have some new sites. We have some uh, bands now. We have hats, uh, V-necks for the women. We have dry fits for the men and women. Uh, dry fits, I believe, that you all will like. Uh, so when you get a chance, please check out the website. Now, let's continue to Diet Saga. This is the last snippet of the Diet Saga. And... It is paleo, paleo, the paleo diet. Now, what I'm going to do is just give a brief definition of what the paleo diet is, a.k.a. the paleolithic diet, a.k.a. the caveman diet, and also the stone age diet. Uh, I'm going to give, it's generally what it is, uh, what are the side effects of actually doing 
the actual diet and what foods they suggest to eat while actually doing the diet. Now, the Paleolithic diet is a modern fad diet requiring the sole or predominant eating of foods presumed to have been available to humans during the Paleolithic era. The digestive abilities of the anatomically modern humans, however, are different from those from the Paleolithic humans, which undermines the diet's core premise. Now, about 2.6 million years ago, this is what the basis of the uh, diet is based upon. But as we all may know, evolution occurs. And from 2.6 million years, we went from being Neanderthals to hunter-gatherers to doing share crops uh, uh, to cultivating food, you know. So as years go along, our diets change, which also affect our, our bodies as well. So supporters of the diet mistakenly presuppose that human digestion has remained essentially unchanged over time. Now, while there are a wide uh, variability in the way the paleo diet is interpreted, the diet typically includes vegetables, fruits, nuts, and meats, and typically excludes foods such as dairy products, grains, sugars, legumes, processed oils, salt, alcohol, or coffee. This diet is based on avoiding not just processed foods, but rather the foods that humans began eating after the Neolithic Revolution. When humans transitioned from hunter-gatherer lifestyles and then settled into settled agriculture. <laughs> now, the ideas behind a diet can be traced back to Walter uh, Vietlin and were popularized by best-selling books from Lauren Cornane. Now, it's promoted as a way of improving health. There's some evidence that following this diet may lead to improvements in terms of body composition, the metabolic effects compared with the typical Western diet or compared with diets recommended by national nutritional guidelines. There is no good evidence that the diet helps with weight loss other than through normal mechanisms of calorie restriction. Following the diet can lead to nutritional deficits, deficiencies such as an inadequate calcium intake and side effects can include weakness, diarrhea, diarrhea and headaches. So with the inadequate calcium intake, then you start to affect your bone structure. Uh, so this is that's one of that's a big reason why I'm not a big fan of the actual diet. So we've talked about what it is, what it generated from, uh what foods that you normally eat with it and the side effects from the actual health, uh, from the actual diet. Now, 
Let me give you my take for all three and why I believe this diet is the best diet that I think you should follow. <coughs> now, I just got finished reading the paleo. With the paleo, you have deficiencies in calcium. You end up having weakness from diarrhea and other health uh, problems when it comes to doing a paleo diet. With me, you have to understand that the body has evolved from 2.6 million years ago, so we can't eat like Neanderthals and presume that our body is going to uh, change. Now, if those that are on a calorie-restrict diet and do the paleo, then you may see results, but this isn't something that you can actually do for a long extended period of time just due to the health risks that you have when being on a paleo diet. Now, keto. With the keto diet, that's recommended for those that do have health problems such as cancer, such as uh, diabetes, such as heart uh, diseases. And that's due to the low intake of carbs. Low intake of carbs help decrease the intake of sugar and the uh, your sugar count in your body, which can also uh, heal and actually reduce the uh, uh, and increase your actual health in your life, but uh, decrease the actual effects of having the diseases. Now. Me personally, I won't be. I, I don't. I won't do the keto diet because I'm actually in pretty good health, sustainable health. So there really is no reason for me to be on the keto diet, which is a low carb diet, uh, low to no carb diet, and you, you just pretty much just eating foods other than uh, breads, grains, legumes, uh, etc. Now, my favorite diet is carb cycling where you maintain a high fat uh high carb or high protein and you cycle your carbs uh you get you when you have a long enduring workout that's when you have the higher carbs when you have an off day that's when you have your low carbs so you just cycle your carbs eventually you have the the thermodynamic uh aspect of the diet will help decrease your fat and while maintaining your strength and your overall well-being. Uh, so if I had to choose between the three, my choice is carb cycling. I believe that's sustainable for a long amount of time. Uh, it has the least side effects of the other of the other two out of the three. And you're not really cutting out uh, the foods that you will have to cut out when you're doing the keto diet and the paleo diet. Uh, so me personally, I enjoyed, I enjoy my breads. I enjoy, uh, different foods, you know, from time to time I do like my sugars and things like that. However, the car, the, the uh, carb cycling helps you maintain, uh, and it tells you when you can consume more carbs and when you can consume less carbs uh so if any if i had to recommend one 
I will recommend the carb cycling. So those that are listening, please do a little bit more research on the three diets. Uh, I believe um, look look more into the definitely the carb cycling and how you can actually put that into your regimen. Uh, for me right now, I'm, I'm just doing a regimen that I'm just pretty much maintaining. I'm in a very great shape uh, in my life. And uh, as far as any type of carb cycling, I currently don't really have to do it uh, just due to uh, keeping a pretty moderate uh, lifestyle when it comes to eating and then a nice good regimen in the weight in the weight room. Uh, so with that being said, check out that carb cycling. I think that's the number one out of the three. Now, let's go ahead and move on to the Booker segment. Thank you. Okay, guys, if you have been listening to the podcast, you know that we've been reading from food, your miracle medicine, how food can prevent and cure over 100 symptoms and problems based on more than 10,000 scientific studies by Gene Carper. And this week, we're going to focus on heartburn. We're going to focus on what foods actually encourage and produce heartburn and then what you can actually do to help prevent it. So first page we'll be reading from page 148. Four ways foods encourage heartburn. Specific foods can relax the sphincter muscle, causing it to open and allow stomach acid to backwash into the esophagus. These are chocolate, peppermint, spearmint, fatty foods, alcohol, probably probably onions. Clue. Some of the same foods that make you belch can give you heartburn. Food can increase acidity and stomach juices making it making them more painful when they wash up into the esophagus. Food that commonly spurs stomach acid secretions are coffee, colas, beer, and milk. Such foods as citrus and tomatoes, hot spicy foods, and coffee, when sw- swallowed, can directly contact an already damaged esophagus, causing irritation and burning. Eating too fast and too much can overload the stomach, making it overfull, pressuring a weakened sphincter muscle to pop open. Laying down, especially on your right side, too soon after eating also thwarts gravity. Pushing food up against the muscle encourages it to open, carrying too much weight around the abdomen, can also put pressure on the sphincter muscle, weakening it and promoting reflux. In that case, losing weight often alleviates heartburn attacks. Now, on page 154, diet prescriptions to escape heartburn. If you don't have a history of frequent heartburn, go easy on fat. It's the dietary villain that most likely to convert you from a sometime heartburn victim to a frequent sufferer. Also, hazardous in making heartburn a constant 
companion are large meals, alcohol, eating late, and laying down soon afterwards. If heartburn is a recurring condition, you can reduce the frequency and severity of the attacks by doing the following. Cut back on fatty, on fatty foods and eat more complex carbohydrates and protein. Restrict and avoid chocolate, peppermint, coffee, alcohol, and raw onions, which can relax the sphincter muscle and induce acid backwash. If you suspect your esophagus, esophagus is sensitive to citrus juices and hot spicy foods, stay away from them. If you have heartburn after eating such irritants, immediately drink water to wash the offending substance out of the esophagus. If overweight, lose weight. Losing 10 to 15 pounds can cause symptoms to improve, says Dr. Castell. The extra weight apparently presses on the sphincter muscle. Don't lie down for three hours after eating. When you sit or stand, gravity helps prevent reflux. But you, you lose that advantage by lying down. Sleeping with your head elevated also helps avoid heartburn. Now, lie on your left side rather than your right side to avoid heartburn. It's because the esophagus enters the stomach from the right. So... When you lie down on your right side, the esophagus is below the stomach opening, making it easier for acid to flow downward and into the esophagus. Research definitely shows that people are less likely to have heartburn attacks when they lie on their left sides. Beware of drinking alcohol than going to bed too soon. Such actions frequently trigger reflux incidents, even in people with no history of heartburn. So, that's our reading for today. And thank you guys for listening. And I hope you adhere to the advice that I've given today for heartburn. So, thank you for listening. This is Flex Up Mike, a.k.a. The Black Car Ken, a.k.a. Global Mike. You are listening to Flex Up Thoughts, where we focus on the four pillars of life, health, wealth, love, and happiness. Please follow us on all social media platforms under Flex Up Mike underscore Flex Up and Don underscore Flex. That's D O N underscore F L X X. Please check out the website. We've added some new products and we'll be making our debut website pretty soon. Uh, so it's, look, it's looking pretty good. And uh, once we are ready to actually announce it, I will. Come on the podcast and announce it. Uh, But we do currently have some new items on sale. Uh, Why don't you guys check it out? So thank you guys for listening again. You guys take care. Peace.